Good evening, everybody. It's Monday at 7 o'clock, and it's time for 62 Who Knew at the beautiful studios at WeBeam TV in Port Ritchie, Florida. Uh, before I introduce our guest, who has been here three or four times before? Four or five, actually. Four or five times before? One was a do-over, though. Remember when we had technical difficulties? Yes. Yes. Only we saw that show, <laughs> and it was the best one. We were nominated for awards, I think, yes, for that was. show. Yeah, if absolutely. it only got out to the public. Um, tonight, we bring back Mr. Colin Castle, who is the regional vice president? Um, I'm just VP of, of our home instead. Uh, we have home instead uh, in home care, which is the largest in home care company in the country. I'm still correcting that, right? Yes. yes. It, and tonight, uh, when, you know, usually when Colin gets here, you know, we talk about a lot of things and that it's not always seniors that need in home care. Uh, what you do, what, how you work with long term care people, how you work with insurance agents, doctors. Uh, we we talk about a plethora of things. One of my favorite words. Yes. And. Um, and we always have a great show, but tonight, actually, Colin said to me this morning, why don't we just talk about what's really happening uh, with the coronavirus and this national state of emergency? It is unprecedented. Um, so I'm going to do just a little premise of our TV show for our new listeners, and I'll do it quicker than most, and then we're going to get right to this. So uh, thank you, everybody, for, um, you know, for listening. Thank you to our guest last night, uh, uh, last week, I should say, Ms. Laura Banner. Uh, our shows about dementia and Alzheimer's uh, always have incredible uh, reactions uh, from our viewers, and this one did, so thank you, Laura. Um, but what is 62 Who Knew About? Well, at 62 years old, our fathers, their fathers, their fathers, uh, all had pretty much the same thoughts. Do we need to pay off our house? I mean, we're approaching 62. It's almost time for retirement. Should we have a mortgage? Should we have long-term care insurance? It's not time for Met Medicare supplements yet. That's three years away. But do we need one? Should we still keep our life insurance? Have we saved enough money? Most people haven't. Should we be invested in the volatile stock market? Where should we put our money? Do we take our Social Security now? Or do we defer to a later age and keep working? These are all very common questions, unless you happen to be in the top 1% of this nation's income level. Then you don't have to ask those questions. The other 99% of us are all asking those questions. Every generation asks those questions of themselves, their relatives, and their loved ones around them as they approach the age of 62. Well, my generation, I'm 61 and a half, we have a slightly different problem. We have all those same questions, but we have one other obstacle. It sounds like a blessing, but it's actually a double-edged sword. It's a mixed blessing, if you would. We have the blessing, or the mixed blessing, of longer lifespans. Because the odds are in this country, if you make it to 65 years old, just make it to 65, you have close to a 50% chance of making it to 90. And our parents and grandparents and great-grandparents did not have that blessing of longer lifespans. So who knew at 62 you could still be having another 25 or 30 years of life ahead of you? And as I said a minute ago, only 1% of this country is capable of living financially from their early 60s into their 90s without some sort of financial help um, or working past the normal retirement age. And that's why we created 62 Who Knew. It seems to be a topic that has touched people's lives because we're up to a little over 80,000 viewers per week and growing. In the next month, we're going to be also simulcasting this as a podcast 
And, of course, we hope that uh, uh, tonight's uh, guest will be a regular on our podcast as well. But that's what 62 Who Knew is about. We bring on experts in in in-home care, long-term care, Social Security, Medicare, Medicare supplements, health, cruising, the number one uh, vacation for seniors that everybody's afraid to do right now. We talk about all the things that take you from 62 to the ripe old age of 90 in style and with some peace and peace of mind. So that's what 62 Who Knew is about. So without further ado, we welcome Mr. Colin Castle from uh, Home Instead in Home Care. Do we shake hands? We do the elbow thing. I often wonder, everybody told me if you cough, you cough into your elbow. Yet we're, I, I, I don't know, I never cough into my hand. Maybe it'd be safer just to shake hands. <laughs> Could be. So anyway, but um, we have a lot of questions. You're in this business. You see things that we don't. Mm-hmm. I mean, you were telling me some things right before we went on that, um, that are staggered. Mm-hmm. You know, I am one of those people that think this is a very real threat, but I also think it's been hyped up by the press to the extreme that I can't buy toilet paper. Um, and I had no idea that's where the virus starts in that part of your body. I thought it was a lung thing. So did I. Yeah, so obviously I was way off there. Toilet paper, but okay. Um, so I do think the press is very, very guilty in causing panic, but I also think this is a very serious pandemic and we have to be diligent about it. But now that's a layman, mortgage person, trying to be TV host kind of guy opinion. Now a healthcare expert's opinion. Tell me what you think. Well, I, I think, one, I would expect water to be on shortage, not, yeah, not, not toilet, toilet paper. Not toilet paper. <coughs> uh, you, know, spe- you know, especially coming from Florida, you know, I, I grew up here. Uh, I'm not overly, uh, you know, calm. Mm-hmm. It's no different than going through any other, you know, type of event we've had here in Florida with right. hurricanes, things of that. Nature. I mean, I remember, not to digress, but I remember being in Charlie going, it's hitting Tampa, it's hitting Tampa. Right. Oops, right-hand turn. So we're right. all prepared, and everybody that was outside the cone was not prepared That's right. for that event, and I, and I would say this is probably similar in nature. Um, instead of saying this is this is the the problem, this is going to be the affected. You know, just like we look around and see Seattle and other areas that are more heavily impacted than maybe the you know our state of Florida or even right. our county Pinellas or Pasco County. Um, you know, we look at it and and go, we should all be prepared yes. for it. So why I. I don't. I know there's a lot of coverage to it, but I also know that if we look at the world worldwide, the statistics are staggering. Yes. With it, um, and it did start in one country over in China, but it is actually. I think it's actually impacted Italy mm-hmm. more than it has China. I mean, that that if we look at the news cycle, mm-hmm. that country's pretty much effectively shut down. Yes. With it, so it is. It is spiked. But the, you know, there's 100 just shy of 170,000 cases. In the world today, it's a big number, um, including 6,600 deaths. Mm-hmm. Now that uh, you know, uh, you can talk about. That's probably a lot of people that are, aren't diagnosed either. So that's that number right. could be a lot higher. And how um, many people died of maybe they thought something else? Again, we're, we're I think yeah. this is the iceberg. We're only looking at the the, the, tip. the tip portion of it of what it really could be um, with it. Because I don't think this just magically showed up right. as a personal opinion on it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do believe it's here, so we have to be prepared for it. Yes, um, and we have to do have to take it serious with it. So why do you think there's some hype and some panic? I think the big thing is just is ideas remain calm uh, and 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 kind of limit your exposure where you can. Be smart where you can. Um, you know, if you are sick or feeling sick. Just stay home, you know, mm-hmm. keep away from people, um, but you don't have to isolate yourself completely right. um, with it. Um, and, you know, and it impacts what, what concerns me more than anything. It's really the seniors for us. Yes. 
um, and just making sure that they're not impacted um, beyond a point where you know, <coughs> it, it really has a, a high impact on their health and their well-being. Yeah. With it. Well, yeah, and, and it's funny, I don't really consider myself a senior, but at 61 years old and asthma, I'm, you know, my, my children today said, I can't believe you went to somebody's house to write a mortgage and now you're going to the studio to do a show. Dad, you're, whether you like it or not, you're in the group that's in danger. And um, I probably am going to work from home this week. Mm -hmm. um, again, I don't know if that's being overly cautious, but why not? I'm capable from, of working from home, thank God. But there's so many people that are not um, in my favorite restaurant uh, that I eat in several times a mm -hmm. week, um, which, by the way, is Benedict's with four locations in Dunedin, Clearwater, Largo, and Pinellas Park. Um, it is my favorite place to eat. Um, it, right? it, yes, it is. Yes, it is. <laughs> um, and, um, you know, many of the young waitresses are single moms mm -hmm. and um Granted, this week is spring vacation, so they planned for their child to be off, but they didn't plan to be off for another two or four weeks. How are they going to do daycare? How are they going to pay for that and still get to their job? You know, and when all presidential candidates, I, I don't want to get political, mm -hmm. um, get on and go, don't you worry, we're going to figure out a way that you don't miss a paycheck and you don't miss a mortgage. That's bullshit. The, the, the government's going to send this these people money? I don't think they are. Uh, well, they're going to have to address that, and I hope they, they do address it without also, mm -hmm. you know, um, causing small businesses like ourselves and franchise systems like ourselves yeah. to, or the any employer to actually exactly. foot the, the bill initially. Um, so hopefully they'll come up with some sort of program and relief for all of us. Yeah. Um, I mean, luckily, knock on some wood here in, in Florida <coughs> and, you know, particularly Pinellas County, we've not um, have the outbreak uh, that others have. We're not in the New York and the Chicago area and New Jersey and Connecticut where they're shutting down bars and restaurants. They're getting ready to do that you now, know. though. Did you hear that? Well, I don't know. I don't know what the, the realities of that, that statement is. It, it looks is like Tampa may be closing down all bars and clubs at 10 p.m. rather than 3. And again, think of the owners, the bartenders, the waitresses, uh, the dishwashers, everybody that's involved in that. I, you know I always stop at Chili's on my way here. Correct. I don't get any money for plugging Chili's. Don't you think they should send me a check every now and then? Sometimes I sit here free with Chili's. At least a free appetizer. Something, you know, some crisp, some chicken crispers. But um, they, there was no, almost no one there. Mm -hmm. uh, my favorite server told me she had three tables in the last five hours, and they're thinking of closing down altogether till this passes. Um, and quite frankly, my mortgage company, you know, with the stock market being decimated, Rates have gone from the high threes to the high fours. Now, that's still great rates. It's funny how young people don't know that. Oh, my God, rates are so high. I was in business when it was 18. There's nothing wrong with the fours. Please keep buying houses um, <laughs> and borrowing money and getting mortgages. Uh, but the person that I qualified mm -hmm. three weeks ago at three and a quarter, the fact that I have to tell them they're four and three quarters today, and they look at me and go, what did I do? Why? You didn't do anything. No one expected this. Uh, this is very far-reaching. I've never been through this, and no. I, yeah, I mean, even Black Monday, this didn't happen. Yeah, on a personal note, I don't even. I'm not even looking at my 401k. I don't want to. Oh no, I don't, don't look because it'll come back. I, I don't even want to. Mm -hmm. I'm just ignoring that completely because I'm I'm petrified and I oh, don't yeah. want to get. Oh yeah. You know, blood let, pressure rise on that number. And this uh, and this would be another show entirely. We don't want to get too much into this, but you know, every billionaire in the country shorted airline stocks, shorted cruise stocks. There's lots of people making billions on this while the little guy, the little business guy suffers. And Correct. Uh, I've said so many times on this show, you know, when I bleed, I bleed red, white, and blue. This is the greatest country 
I don't care who's president. Um, I don't care which side's winning. This is the greatest country in the history of history. Um, but our system has become corrupt. And we have to fix it. It is. I'm, yeah. I'm still a defender of the American dream. And, oh, and, yeah, and absolutely. I, I don't have to, you know, and I'm, this is not in no way, shape, or form of a plug for Home Instead because, you know, no, I know. I, I, my wife was the lifeblood of this, still is the lifeblood of our business. I was lucky enough to, to, to meet her and, you know, be able mm -hmm. to leave my career to help her with this business. But, you know, when I heard the story of how Home Instead happened, I always tell people, no, don't ever think the American dream is around because, you know, 20, 25 years ago, even that seems like a long time, a couple was sitting around the table similar to this discussing how they were going to take care of mom with children, full-time jobs, and everything else, and that translated into a, a multinational 16-country you know, business that has turned into one of the, you know, the largest home care company you know, in the United States. So I, I tell people that the dream is never no. dead. And I, and I don't want to emulate Don King in any way, but only in America. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, look, look, I mean, I've said this before. I have a, a relative that is uh, you know, fighting cancer, and uh, my sister and I and, and all of us were taking turns staying with him in the hospital. And, you know, after a, a few weeks, we were all exhausted. We were just exhausted. And, the, and a great hospital, I'm not mentioning it, but a great mm. hospital. But I am a believer, you know, living through some things with my mom and dad, you know, that you do have to have somebody there with you. Uh, the nurses are great, but you're not their only patient. Your loved one is not their only patient. Correct. And there is nobody better than nurses. What a great group of people. It is. Um, and we just didn't know what to do. We were all, you know... I'm in my 60s. My my daughter, um, excuse me, my sister and son-in-law, uh, brother-in-law, are you know, about 10 years older than me. And what did I do? I called you. Mm -hmm. And uh, you know, an hour later, a person that we knew we could trust was there to to sit with this family member. And uh, we all, you know, we just all looked at each other and went, "Wow." I mean, that was incredible. Well, so, it, was a, it was a nice surprise to to shot that nice surprise in the fact that that you did reach out, but you know, unfortunately, the circumstances. You know, I, I always say it's weird because I had to do a similar call with mm -hmm. a, a, a different type of, of, of referral mm -hmm. person. Um, one I didn't want to call, but I had to and surprised him when, he, when I had to call him at 2 o'clock in the morning mm -hmm. um, with it. But he, he, he recognized my, my, my need and, mm -hmm. and immediately it's amazing you know, jumped, to jumped through hoops to, to help me out at 2 o'clock in the morning. So it was fantastic. You know, I was not arrested. <laughs> not bail. Uh, uh, it was uh, it was unfortunately the passing of my brother. Oh, I'm sorry. So, mm -hmm. uh, it, but a great friend helped me, you know, with that situation because yeah. I had no place to turn with mm -hmm. it and didn't have any really plans. So it is, it's nice to have people that, that you are do trust and you can reach out to. So yeah. I appreciate you thinking of me yeah. in that same manner. You, help, you have no idea how you help the family. Um, and God forbid something does happen in Pinellas County and it does get worse. I mean, you know, let's face it, your company is going to be people is going to be where people run to. Well, know, we, we hope. I think it's going to be I think it's going to be a, um, a situation where, you know, all the facilities, be it a nursing home, an ALF or an independent home care, we're, we're all going to have to be together to, to make sure we provide quality care to all mm -hmm. our residents. Uh, because, you know, the whole health system is going to be taxed right. with this. It actually already is, in, oh, yeah. in, 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 even in a, in a ways here in, in Florida where uh, <coughs> we don't have, you know, uh, a ton of cases. But it's already taxed because mm -hmm. of some executive orders. I mean, if you're not aware, um, the most ALFs and nursing homes are locked down. They only allow, they're not allowing any visitors. 
Um, I knew some of them. I didn't know most mm -hmm. of them. Florida, the um, uh, Governor DeSantis uh, did an executive order um, waiving a number of statutes, but allowing only exceptions, direct care workers, mm -hmm. like for us to go in and take care of family that lives in there, um, family that might be on palliative or, you know, some palliative or hospice care or mm -hmm. end-of-life care. But other than that, you're, you're not allowed to even visit your healthy mom or dad because they, they don't want those outside exposures with it. And, and I, as much as it's a tough thing to digest, I respect it yes. simply because of the stats that are out there. And one of the things that I was talking about, it is public knowledge, but it's, 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 her, it's kind of scary in the thought um, of what happened to, to the Kirkland Washington area. Yes. Um, where tell the, tell where my viewers about that because I wasn't aware of it. I was aware there was a situation, but not to that, not that high percentage. I, I think that's what resonates with, with <coughs> me per, on a personal basis and why I take this mm -hmm. this serious because one, I get to see what our seniors are like every day, even with yourself with asthma mm -hmm. um, or, or someone that has a COPD or anything compromised of, of the lungs or, or chest area. Um, you know, that, that concerns me because in Kirkland, California, where they had the, one of the original outbreaks, you know, they had a, a nursing facility there that had a large influx of, of positive tests. And unfortunately, they've, they've lost, I believe the last count was 19, I believe it might even be 20 now, out of 120 residents that were at that facility. Um, so that's a pretty high attrition. It's one out of six. That's amazing. 15, it's slightly over 15%. Um, and then they have another 31, you know, residents that are positive for the coronavirus as well. So when you look at, you know, in totality, you know, almost 50% of their population either has and had passed from it. So it is concerning for me, and I do appreciate, you know, Governor DeSantis taking, yes. taking the action to, to close those, those institutions down and only allow essential personnel in. Um, and it's nice. We're, we're, we're uh, again, I don't, I, it's a burden, yes, but mm -hmm. I believe it's a safe burden on the side of safety. Um, they're asking questionnaires. They're taking the, the AIDS temperature prior to entering. Um, we're doing an effort to try to you know, see if any of our AIDS have traveled, any of our AIDS have been anywhere, and eliminating them and, and, until the time frame is, has come to pass. Um, but they're screening before they go in, so they're trying to be due diligent, but they're also trying not to take the care away from our seniors that absolutely need it. Mm -hmm. So while it is a little bit of an inconvenience for everybody, I think the, uh, you know, I won't say to be politically correct, but no one wants to be the one. That's right. No one wants to be that one mm -hmm. facility or community that... Was the Petri dish of starting it. Correct. Here in Pinellas County or in Florida, no one wants to be that. Well, and we're, let's face it, we are the, the number, you know, the, the retirement capital mm -hmm. of the United States. You know, our average age of a person in the state, you probably know, is like 112 or something <laughs> like that. Not but, quite there yet, yeah, but yes. A, a lot of compromised <clears throat> lungs are out there. A lot of compromised lungs. I'm, I'm two of them. Um, so let me ask you a question. This, well, I'm gonna, I have a lot of questions, but this one's a selfish one. Sure. I mean, I, I just happened to have a checkup with my doctor a couple of weeks ago. My lungs are, I have asthma, but I'm breathing fine. Life is great. Um, you know, let's say, you know, I'm overweight, which is obvious. The camera adds 10 pounds and just so you don't know, there's five cameras. That's why I look 50 pounds overweight. Uh, the camera adds a lot of weight. Um, I'm overweight. Uh, but besides that, I feel damn good for my age. Absolutely. If I were to contract this, is it a death warrant? I, I, I can't actually honestly I know you quite doesn't honestly, say MD. Yeah, I, yeah, definitely not MD, and I wouldn't even garner. I think the, the, the things that we're telling our 
caregivers and our clients. If, you, if you're feeling you know, the same symptoms we've heard on the TV, things of that nature. If, if you have a fever, um, if you're starting to get you know, above 100 degrees mm. in, in fever, if you're getting shortness of breath, you know, if you're getting a cough and you're really not, it's dry and it's really, you know, a, a dry cough. You know, those are times to, to, <coughs> to one, for our, for our employees, call us, stay home, mm-hmm. you know, isolate yourselves, things of that nature. If we're noticing that in our care clients, we're actually mm-hmm. taking the initiative to call the, the Department of Health in Pinellas County, let them know, try to get them tested. Because a lot of the seniors we serve either have no family um, right. or, or they're lower income, you know, some of our clients and that. So we have a pretty diverse group of, of clients from, from veterans to people on Medicaid to private pay to, you know, mm-hmm. so we have a, everywhere in between. Um, but, you know, we take those same precautions when we go and visit our clients with yeah. it. Um, but you just have to, you know, take care of yourself when it comes to that and, you know, Understand how you're feeling, and then based upon how you're feeling, go get tested. Well, at least check. You know, go see your doctor. Right. Reach out to your doctor. Don't panic. Big thing. As I'm one of those believers, Don't stay calm. Panic. Yeah. Correct. It's it, stay calm. Find help. Find resources. You know, try to figure out if you can get tested. You know. Just Check your, and see how much toilet paper you have. <laughs> yeah. It's got to be on the run list. The, run to the store. Run Correct. to the store, buy toilet yes, paper. Yes, buy, to- buy TP. Uh, <laughs> you know, but th- I think that's, that would be it. I, I, I don't know. I would say I'm, I'm more worried, like I said before, on our seniors. Um, so I'm very, we're trying to be very cautious mm-hmm. uh, with our caregivers and our staff uh, to, to screen them every day, talk to them every day, try to ensure that, that we are being as proactive as we can and eliminating as much risk as we can because we do still need to visit our clients. Many yeah, of them right. are They're depending on it. Med reminders, meals to be cooked, you know, houses to be straightened up and clean, groceries, you know, to be purchased, not just TP, but actually mm-hmm. things they have to eat. That's right. You know, things of that nature. So we have to keep busy going with it. Um, so hopefully, you know, uh, this will pass sooner than later, but until then, we have to you know take the precautions as they come and and be diligent and professional about them. Now, you know, when you get tested for the flu or things like that, it's a swab in your nose or a swab in your mouth or whatever. Is it that? Do you know? Is it that simple? Is are all doctors like I? You know, I have my allergies and I'm coughing. It's a loose cough. I have it every year at this time. I'm not worried about having the virus. Let's say it wasn't a loose cough. It was. A, can somebody go to their doctor and say, look, I have a dry cough. I'm having a little problems breathing. Are they going to be able to test for the coronavirus? Because depending on what I read online, they're saying that there's a total shortages of tests. Yeah, I, I, I would have to defer to what is, is on the news and what mm-hmm. I know. Um, we don't have any, yeah. any cases here in, in Pinellas County, so I would, or in, in Pasco where I am, uh, that, I'm, that I'm aware of. I know Pinellas we don't. Mm-hmm. Um, from that standpoint, the recommendation is to reach out to the CDC. They have a Department of Health. Pinellas County right. has a, a hotline. Um, matter of fact, I can reach, you know, find it here and, and let everyone mm-hmm. know. But if not, call the CDC. They have a hotline. Right. They can point you in the right direction, um, get you where they need to be. I know they're actively, you know, listening to the, to the president speak today. I know they're actively trying to get more test kits right. mobile get them out into the community, drive-throughs, things of that nature. But, again, I haven't seen or, or you know, seen it here in our area. I know, I've know, I've heard they've been going to, to the hardest hit areas first. But mm-hmm. um, I learned today um, that the hospital in Tarpon Springs, and the name just escapes me. Oh, the, the what well, was Helen Ellis is yeah. now the, uh, it's part it's of the. It's the big chain. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've Yeah, they've set up a command center, and they are testing people. 
Okay. I just I'm, heard that today. Um, and, of course, you saw that mob scene in the airport. Oh, my God, so much for staying 10 feet away from, or 6 feet away. I mean, whoa, that well, was incredible. Yeah, that would, that would, you know, on a personal note, that was my my talking to my stepdaughter, trying to not get her to, <coughs> to travel because, mm-hmm. you know, like, I would say most of us when we were younger, things like this were healthy, were invincible, yeah. indestructible, um, taking advantage of, of low-cost airlines. Yes. He's not getting it. Yeah. You know, trying to convince her to, to you know, take this for serious because, you know, there's, there, I, we don't know enough, and I'm, that's why I, I, I don't even say the experts know. We don't, I, we don't know enough to make a determination of, you know, it's not going to do this or not going to do that. So I was just, my, my daughter, I was just like, listen, be careful. Let's not, I, I, let's not do that. I don't think it's safe to travel. Yeah. Not to mention it's the headache because I think they're going to lock down. Yes. Personally, I think they're going to lock down air travel. Yeah, they, they have immensely. To. And, and what is that going to do to the stock market? How many people is that? This is, a, I think you said it before, these exact words, and it's so true. Uh, this is an iceberg, and we're really, really just seeing the little teeny tip not. of I hope, I hope not, not, too. But, but yeah. if they were to lock down the airlines, um, I can't guess how many tens of thousands, maybe hundreds of thousands of people not going to work. Correct. Again, how are they going to make their, how are they going to eat? How are they going to make their mortgage payment? How are they going to pay for their kids' college? A lot of people live paycheck to paycheck. It's uh, albums, including our including our caregivers. We yeah. you know we we understand that you know yeah. greatly. Um, our seniors are most social security check for the social check. security check. Um, you know they're we they're waiting for for other people. They they need other people to help them with their lives. Be it Meals on Wheels. Yeah. Be it the nurse practitioner. Be it their doctor. You know, we have to worry about our healthcare workers as well, not just our I caregivers, but also out. our healthcare workers yeah. as well. These guys are like, you know, superheroes walking into the, the den of germs. Absolutely. Um, and f- they're not in hazmat suits. No. I mean, these people are walking in to their normal clients, a their job, but they, you know, we've talked about this before. Healthcare workers have such hearts. Correct. I, I mean, they're, they're a rare group. I mean, I, my mortgage people are great people. But they're not healthcare workers. No, no. Very few people are. Um, what, what, what incredible mindsets they have. Yes. Um, and here they're walking in, again, not in a hazmat suit, but yeah, I'm sure they're wearing gloves yeah, absolutely. Uh, for normal reasons. But what incredible people. And there's really nothing we can do to really protect them other than put them in a hazmat suit. I mean, which is absurd. Yes. Um, but here they go. I yeah, mean, right in, I mean, it's like the firemen running into the burning building there. Correct. I mean, it's just really amazing to think of these people. And on a, pers- yeah, on a personal note, I know a number of, of friends of mine that are nurses that, that are, you know, even traveling and leaving this area and going, you know, like you said, Poor running people. straight to the, towards the fire instead of away from the fire. What? But that's what, you know, that's what makes those, those individuals unique, just like what it makes a firefighter or a, or yeah. a police officer unique. Those individuals run towards the danger instead of away from them. So, uh, you know, I'm proud to call on my friends and, and, yeah. and colleagues of mine. Uh, with it, but you're right. A lot of it is Incredible. a lot of it's trying to take precautions mm-hmm. with it. Um, we're doing the same thing, you know, with our caregivers. Is we're you know masks, gloves. Mm-hmm. You know, we have. Well, Are they wearing hof- masks? When hopefully, they go? ample supply yeah. of it. Are they wearing masks from the time they walk in? If they're if if they're asked to, or yeah. if they if they want to, gloves absolutely. <coughs> we're, we're definitely promoting the the, the personal protection mm-hmm. uh, devices. Be it, so they have choices of gloves, mask, gown, so they can try they can try to. To, to 
use whatever precautions mm -hmm. they feel. We're encouraging at minimum mask and, and gloves, pinning on the client and the situation, the full you know PPE type mm -hmm. personal personal protection cover and uh, mm -hmm. for some some clients. But we leave that up. And also some of the clients have told my uh, at least personally my staff here locally, you know, be prepared. Yeah. You know, if a client asks you to, to wear gloves, even you're not symptomatic or they're not symptomatic, it's just, just say yes. Have it in your bag, bring it out and you know, make them feel at ease. Yeah, because I, I do think a lot of this is keeping the panic away. Correct. Yeah, because I don't know if stress brings on the coronavirus, but it certainly brings on everything else. Correct. Um, and let me ask, just popped in, well, it's funny, you, you mentioned three heroes, Superman, uh, Superman, Superman, uh, yeah. Superman would be the fourth, firemen, policemen, healthcare people, um, you know, running to the fire, um, and yet they're three of the three people that just don't get paid that well. That's, again, another show to be yes. discussed that, but the three, the three groups of amazing heroes. Um, well, it's, they're not doing it for the money. No, no. Let's face it. No. They're not doing it for the money. No, I've never been. I've never been shy with my my personal opinion on on it. I, I'm, ours is our world is a very you know not to quickly snip it. Our world is a very much a linear world, unfortunately, mm -hmm. um, with trying to, to create a livable wage for caregivers, and, and it's just it's unfortunate because you know for whatever we have to. Be, about 55% of our costs mm -hmm. right off the bat is just for a caregiver to walk in the door. That's right. Yeah. So if you think we have to be linear, so we also, my wife, every time we have to do a rate increase, we had to do one this year because we, you know, the, the supply and demand world. Yeah, absolutely. We have, you know, rates or uh, rate wages are rising in yes. our industry. So, but my wife hates every time she has to do a wage increase. And I've told you this before because every time she feels that she has to you know, raise weight rates a dollar or, or whatever it might be, that is one dollar that she's taking away, yeah. you know, from a senior's nest egg or, or whatever yeah. they're paying from or son or daughter. Yeah. And it's tough, but, you know, if, we, if we're going to recruit and hire good talent, and to me that's what we're trying to do, no matter mm -hmm. if it's our caregivers, a nurse, mm -hmm. a fireman, mm -hmm. or a paramedic, yeah. or a police officer, any of those folks, they're trying to hire good, talented people that mm -hmm. care and that, like you said, will run towards the fire, mm -hmm. not away from the fire. And it's unfortunate, though, that we, we, we have to do those things. And my wife you know, hates it, but it's, an, it's unfortunately, it's a linear inevitability you have to do in it our to stay world. in business and to help the people. Correct. It's just, yeah, I, I bet. I, yeah. It's, it's tough. It bugs her every time we have to do it, mm -hmm. um, but, it but we have to ensure we're, our caregivers are getting paid. You know, a livable wage and, and things of, of that nature. It'd so. be nice if it was more than a livable wage. And you know, we have uh, certain groups in the country, and we can discuss this a little without being political. You know, that thinks we need to take the minimum wage, or what is minimum wage? Seven and a quarter, seven thirty-five, something like that. Oh no, no, I actually, it's eight. It's uh, really eight dollars and forty-five cents. Right. I think. Well, you know, there's a certain group that you know would like to take that to fifteen dollars. Mm -hmm. um, they call it a livable wage. Um, I'm, you know, and I'm a little, I'm mixed on that. I have to say that uh, I'd like to see everybody have a livable wage, you know. But the definition of minimum wage is not livable wage. Minimum wage, as you sure, I'm sure you know, you know, was created so that part-time student many, many years ago, part-time woman just going to work many, many years ago, was not taken advantage. It was never created to support a family of four. Right? And it's somehow been morphed into. 
you know, how can a person at $8.50 an hour support a family of four? That's not what it was designed for. That being said, yeah, it hasn't gone up in yeah. what, 10 years, 15, 10 years? No, no, it's, it's actually gone up. Uh, I think uh, we have, but I think yeah. the national is like 765 or something, yeah. and states get to do what they want. Correct, yeah, the, um, Florida's, got, Florida's creeped up here, yeah. here and there, and you know, there's, there's measures that are out there that could creep it up even more. Uh, with it, but um, just for the record, everybody no, out there, no. we we don't we don't pay minimum. Oh, wage. I we're know above, yeah, we're yeah. above minimum wage. We're no. just to yeah. clarify that there. Yeah, you know, I, with it. I just what worries me, and I'd like to get your opinion because you you deal with people on fixed incomes. Mm -hmm. You know, you you take something, you know, you take the McDonald's worker or or the Chick Fil A worker or the person that's making straws, whatever it may be, the mall worker. You know, this is the heart of our country. You take them from $8.50 to $15. Suddenly a Big Mac, instead of being $3, is $3.50. Suddenly a small soda, instead of being $0.90, cents, is $1.20. It's not going to stop me from getting a happy meal. No. But the lower income people who this was supposed to help, I'm not sure if they'll be helped because everything else is going to be raised. Correct. So, and, I, and I could be off on that. No, I, you know, uh, I, I just you know, don't know. I, uh, cover, you know, cover this up and go Colin Castle's, you know, personal yes. opinion is. You want to do a disclosure? Yeah, so you yeah. don't, <laughs> this is Colin Castle's personal opinion and does not reflect any corporations whatsoever that he may be connected with, or his wife, or his children, <laughs> or anybody they pay franchise fees to. Thank you for that. You're that you know, I, I think it's a much broader topic. Um, I, I'm, I'm, I get accused of having, you know, probably two too many sides that look at it, you know, so I think this is not a, a, a linear question. Mm -hmm. It is a multifaceted, yes. multi, you know, layered approach to fix that problem. It, it's not, you know, I use our industry as a, as a very simple. So if we have to pay $15 an hour and 55% of our, you know, cost is associated to caregivers, any, anyone can take that math and figure out what our hourly wage is yeah. going to be that we have to pay. Because with the remaining, we have to pay our office staff, our rent, and we're in business to make a little bit of money. Are your people 1099 or W-2? Our people are W-2. So you have to double the Social Security, the funerals. There's another 12% Correct. that nobody ever thinks about. Correct. Uh, workers' compensation, workers which compensation. Is, this is a industry that oh. is highly looked at as mm -hmm. a high risk. Yeah. So I won't tell you what our premiums oh are, but God. it's not small. Yeah, like in my it. industry, what, do you get a paper cut you know, when you're writing a mortgage? Correct. Deal. Correct. Yeah. So it, it, it has a lot to it um, that, that folks, again, don't look at it that way. So why I do respect that, I do think some industries, that's why when I say it's a linear, some industries it's linear, you're right, Big Macs um, may cost more, but I also think they preemptively cut into that idea with the, the, the fact that you're um, you know, when you're walking to McDonald's today, you, you have a machine you, yeah. you, you That's take why they're your doing order it. from. Oh, yeah. You oh, know, yeah. you go into Home Depot now, Home Publix. Depot, which personally I like better at Home Depot as a personal level. Really? Because I can scan things much faster. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. But that's not for everybody. I don't use the self It's a thing to me because yep. I know that's putting people out of work. And I just, I don't, maybe, maybe I am old-fashioned. Um, I, you know. It's just terrible. It's like these little things that are on the chain restaurants' tables now, mm -hmm. where you do your check, you Correct. order your stuff, 
and the server comes out and is so happy, and I never say it, but I go, you do know this thing is going to replace you. They are training you to train the client to get you fired. Um, and that may be progress, um, but... It's, it's, one of those, it's one of those things that... that um, it is, but that's, that's sort of when I talk about the, the multifaceted yeah. approach to it. When people only look at that, they're not looking at the other things about how to, you know, educate our, our folks better, mm -hmm. give them more opportunities out there, things of that nature. You know, I'm ben benefit of the, or a big promoter of tax relief for the smaller yes. mom and pops, yeah. things of that nature. Um, because we are the lifeblood of, of of America, of America, and our employees. We employ, you know, as many folks as I mean, we employ over 200 folks in Pinellas County. So we're one of the larger employers that no one knows about, um, and they don't look at us that way. Don't want to really look at it that way. Right. In a lot of ways, um, simply because we don't, we're still a local organization. Right. We just happen to employ a lot of folks, but it, it's it's not looked at the same way. Um, versus a uh, you know Jable circuits in our area, right. so on and so Raymond James things mm -hmm. of that nature. So I, I, on that whole you know minimum wage, it's a, to me it's a multifaceted yeah, it approach, and we're trying to take a very much a linear look at it. Um, and that, to me, there's so many things that have to go into that. And just because you go to 15 doesn't mean it's going to magically solve. Exactly. I'm just worried problem. about the small businessman. Now again, you're right. It isn't. It isn't linear. Because like in my office, processors, loan officers, we don't have anybody near minimum wage. But for the, you know, for the company that has minimum wage people, or for the great little company that says, I don't pay minimum wage, what is it, $8.50? I'm at $10. I'm at $10.50. They're forced to go to $15. You know, it's just rough. I but mean, the reality Or do is they lay off people? Correct. Well, I but think also with that in that you, um, you get to 15 and now you have someone that has a degree, even be it even yeah. even at a low side, a CNA or, or an LPN. Mm -hmm. you're, you're putting pressure on where their wage is going to That's be as right. well. Because if you think it's going to be 15, it's not. Right. It's going to be. It's going to be elsewhere. That's right. Um, and I view, you know, back to the original topic also of this is yeah. I kind of view the way we handle yeah. the, the 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 outbreak, the, the, <coughs> the coronavirus is the is very similar to my thought. It's multifaceted, so we have to take a multifaceted approach yes. to it. Be smart, uh, you know, be diligent in what we do. Don't panic, stay calm. Take the precautions that we can, mm -hmm. uh, you know, limit, the air, limit our risks as much as we can, right. but without, you know, shuttering ourselves in our, in our homes yes. and, and locking the doors and buying, you know, a month's worth of, of rations <laughs> and, and toilet paper uh, to, to survive for that month because it's, that, that's, I don't think that's going to Yeah, panic never help. helps anything. Correct. No matter what we're talking Something just came to me as you were speaking. Do you, and I don't, this may be a weird question, do you have any health care people, let's say like me in their 60s, that are a bigger risk that you need to say to, you know, at your age, you may be a bigger risk than your co. I mean, that could be age discriminatory. I'm thinking like a businessman, but if you, I've seen healthcare workers in their 60s and 70s that are just so nice, but they really are at a big risk out there. You know, from again personal perspective, to me, this this current disease has a much higher, you know, issue related to our senior population. Mm -hmm. I mean, the statistics out there, again, this is this is fairly fluid. 
but it's it, you know the over the age of 65 has a much higher it's almost double than the, mm -hmm. the normal rate and if you're above 80 you're you're in a you know 15% category yeah. of of mortality rate so i, I don't want to get into yeah. into that but any senior i would say any of our seniors no matter what your health is you know just by our natural aging process yeah. having something like this could <coughs> if not if not you know have a, a, a really bad effect could have a diminishing effect. Yeah. Well, let's face it, like you said, the way we live in the, I mean, above 80, almost any infectious disease is going to affect an 80 year old and above more than a younger person. Correct. Um, it could be the straw that breaks the camel's back. Well, we've talked, we've talked, yeah. we've talked even, you know, we talked about, you know, in many shows before, just what we try to avoid is with, with the seniors that we are with that are a little bit more independent and they just need a little bit of help is we try to avoid those large events because those large events are the ones that get take you from yeah. independence to not independent. Those are the heartbreakers, yeah. Correct. And then and then as you age and you go for that second, that's when you go from, you know, being less dependent mm -hmm. and and you move through the cycle and unfortunately, you know, the mortality is, is at the end of that cycle. Yeah. So I would say the same thing. This could be it could be any one of those phases. It could be the, the, the one thing that, that may get you a little bit higher, you know, need and care. Um, unfortunately, it could be the, the, so, you know, take precautions as you yeah. can uh, with it and, and, and try to be diligent and, you know, make sure, you know, you're, you're cleaning your home, make sure mm -hmm. you have the supplies, make sure you're taking care of yourself. Yeah. Don't go you know, out if you don't have to. I, I didn't say that a week ago, but Correct. now I'm saying yeah, it. Yeah, don't go out if you don't have to. I mean, yeah. it, it, it it's a, it's a, I said it before, it's a little bit of short-term pain for a long-term gain. That's right. Um, because I definitely don't want to see, um, I don't want to have a situation happen in other states happen in my backyard. Yeah. Um, I think that's, uh, you know, something that can be avoided. Um, and for us being living in America, I'm one of those guys that, yeah. you know, this would say that it should never happen here. That's right. You know, it should, none of, a lot of things we have should never happen here because yeah, sure. we are the greatest country on the, on, you know, the planet. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we should have the resources and the wherewithal to, to beat back most any, you know, situation. So, yeah, I agree. Um, I, I would definitely, like I said, calm, but absolutely take the precautions you right. need to take. Um, and, you know, Stay vigilant and yeah, calm be careful. but vigilant. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. All right, right so um, ugh, the time goes so quick; it's ridiculous. John, can we bring up uh, the website, please? Colin's website. Alrighty, dighty. So let's get away from the coronavirus just for a second as we bring up your website, and or include you know the symptoms of the coronavirus sure. when people are with their moms, their dads, uh, themselves, their aunts, their uncles and they see certain things and they need to call you, um, what's the best way? Website? Uh, number? He's working. I, I hear the clicking. It's coming up any second. Yeah, no matter where you, no matter where you are um, locally here in Pinellas County or anywhere in the world, since you have such a, a, a diverse yes. following yes, now, do. I can, you know, a little anecdote. I can remember when we were happy to, you know, see a few thousand remember that? folk. Because I was I on just the first couple. Now I can't wait to get to 100,000. Yeah, no, now, you've, now you're really sprinting and towards there we the, are. the big yeah. number. Correct. So this is this is our, our local website here that serves Pinellas County. Mm -hmm. um, uh, obviously, you can see the number there. Uh, but if you live elsewhere, you're more than welcome to go to just simply uh, www.homeinstead.com, mm -hmm. um, and that'll bring you to one of our national uh, websites. Right. And you can type in your zip code, and that will. 
bring you to the, the, the local office that'll serve your area. Um, and then the best way, you know, personally is I like to pick up the phone. There's normally an inquiry specialist on, on the other end. You can have a nice conversation with them about services and rates and how that, how, you know, the local home instead office can help you and your loved one in mm -hmm. your area. Um, with us, Ashley's a great person. She's my service inquiry. She's mm -hmm. a very compassionate person. She has, you know, wonderful kids at home. Uh, she has, she actually is a Kathy, and you've heard me say that before. Yeah. She actually has an elder parent, mm -hmm. and one of the things that she attracted us uh, to her was that when she uh, was looking, she came across us. Didn't you know? Didn't end up going down a path of, of choosing a home care company. They did it with family, but it resonated so much for her. She actually came back and asked for a job. <coughs> oh, that's which, cool. Which was fantastic. Yes. Um, so now she's actually our service inquiry specialist. So she talks to all the families that uh, call in or fill out a web pay, a web inquiry form mm -hmm. to to get information and, and have that conversation with about what's appropriate. Is it appropriate now? You right. know, to even consider this mm -hmm. with it. Which is what I really want to close with. Um, although we still have, you know, a good 10 minutes, oh, so yeah. we're fine. Now, national state of emergency, totally aside, <laughs> I still think there's a, you know, there's this idea that you call for in-home care when mom can't get off the couch, and, and I know you do call for that, but mm -hmm. there's all sorts of phases you had mentioned, you know, cook meals, helping, to help, not just doing shopping, maybe taking them shopping. Mm -hmm. You know, when I thought of home health care um, before I met you, quite frankly, I, I thought when... I'm not capable of doing something. That's when I need a professional. But um, the truth is, a lot of times with caregivers, especially when they're the family, they're not professionals. You know, but you know, we talk about this, and I talk about mm -hmm. this with my long-term care experts also. Caregivers, when they're not professionally um, trained, you know, I'm taking care of my mom, I'm taking care of my dad, whatever they are, because you know, they love them so much. Caregivers suffer. Caregivers, their jobs suffer, their income suffer, their emotion, and, um, and I never have the figures, and that's probably why I'm not on some major station. Uh, <laughs> but um, Sorry, John, no insult intended. Um, but the statistics of caregivers that predecease is the person they're mm -hmm. caring for, the first time I heard it, I had chills for 30 seconds. Mm -hmm. um, tell us a little bit about all the things your company could do. It's not just well, helping mom to the bathroom. No, no. I, I look at it, I look at home care. You know, specifically what my wife and I offer in Pinellas County uh, and Home Instead does nationally and worldwide, countrywide and multiple countrywide. Universal. It, it, yeah. Galaxy. <laughs> They're in the Klingon <laughs> Empire right now, taking care of people. Absolutely. Probably. You know. Probably an alternative universe. Yeah. Vulcans live to be like two fifty. So you're probably booming there. <laughs> um, the. the Totally distracting. Uh, no, it's my uh, job is host. Absolutely, get your host, get your uh, guest offline. That's right. <laughs> uh, off topic, quickly. Uh, you know, real allocate it is very similar. It's it or very simply, what we're there is an extension of them. So a lot of times, I when I talk to families, it's not that we're going to come in and take over, or you need to have us in when mom has to have you know, uh, transfer her or, or use a gate belt or help with ambulation walker or cane, right. things of that nature. It could be in the, in the front side. Because what I look at is we're just, we're assisting the, the mom or dad to enjoy their independence longer. So I look at it and we're stretching that, that phase of independence as far as we humanly can stretch it before the body and, you know, just doesn't allow it any longer. So I tell, you know, you know, if they can do it and they can, they have the need, 
have this come in when mom is first starting to That's see right. those those signs. You know, it doesn't have to be, you don't have to be in there 24 hours a day, seven days a week. You can start out with, a, you know, three, four hours a day, a couple of times a week, where we are still keeping mom independence. <coughs> so we take, as I look at it and go, evaluate the risk factors. Driving, you know, getting mm -hmm. up in the morning, getting ready for bed at night, those are the high risk falls. Those are those high risk areas. How can we step in and help during those high risk times that, that can, again, extend that life of independence that mom or dad, grandparents is achieving? And then as, as we you know, move into expending that life, you know, that life cycle of independence, we can then move into more advanced care when we you know, happen to become maybe incontinent or we have dementia or we have Alzheimer's. And now we're in, in sort of another phase, still independent, still not having to go to a, to a nursing home or an ALF. You're still in you know, similar surroundings, mm -hmm. your home, it's your stuff, it's your pictures That's on right. the wall, it's, the it's your memories. The, I understand there's I understand the facilities and the ALFs, everything serves a purpose. Yeah. But I'm absolutely not just working at home instead. I'm still people live longer at home. Stay at home as long as you can. Yes. I'm it's my own thing. It's my stuff. Yeah. I want my remote control. That's I want right. my lazy boy. I want my seat. My favorite public cashier. My, yeah. Correct. Uh, yeah. I want people that as long as possible to enjoy it. So we're there to to help that. Um, but we also, you know, will help when time comes for the larger care, where we need to engage one of our CNAs, certified nursing assistants, or we might need to engage our RN. We're able to, um, you know, take the client and, and the family through the next potential phase. Um, and, you know, unfortunately, sometimes all the way to end of life. Right. Um, but I think that's also a key part of is when we are at end of life, that we do have folks like ourselves and the great folks at hospice to get people through that time um, and take the burden off of the family and just let them, as I tell families, um, be the son or daughter. Just just be yeah, the- Don't be, be the healthcare no. provider, be the son or daughter. Do the son or daughter, be the grandson, be the granddaughter, visit with mom, visit with dad, let us handle the care. Let us do all that heavy lifting. Mm -hmm. You just be there and enjoy you know, what, you, what you have with your parents yeah. or your grandparents. Um, and let us in hospice handle the rest. When you use the words, um, you know, expand their time of independence, um, obviously I have no expertise in, you know, in your frame of work or in your line of work, just as when I have a doctor on in a national long term, I never have expertise in the person sitting there, but I do have expertise, um, you know, in, in taking care of my dad. You've told me some personal stories. Mm -hmm. um, and I'll tell you, when he was told that his congestive heart failure was going to shorten his life. I'd say his emotional level, you know, was, was here. But when he was told he would probably never bowl again, because he bowled from the 1930s mm -hmm. till, the, till 2004, and he died in 2005, was his thing. Um, when he was told he probably shouldn't drive anymore. When the independence, mm -hmm. and here's a, you know, six foot one guy, you know, XPOW, highly decorated World War II veteran, the real guy kind mm -hmm. of thing. I'm not half the man he is, was. Um, this is the, he was a great example of the greatest generation. That loss of independence um, crushed me, crushed him, Correct. crushed everybody. As any, you know, he wasn't an emotional guy because that age bracket wasn't. Nope. Um, but I remember when I said to him, um, should I sell the car? And he went, look, I know they told me I should never ever drive and I won't put my life at risk, <clears throat> this was my dad, uh, sell it when I'm dead. 
just let it sit. Let the keys sit there next to yours. Maybe I'll make a comeback. And I went, all right. I mean, I, I felt... It's a mindset. But, yeah. Expanding that independence mm -hmm. towards the end of life is worth more than almost expanding their life. Correct. I, I, I guarantee you, if you brought my dad back and said, because he died just before his 82nd birthday, and I guarantee you, if, he said, if you said to him, you'd have to die at 80, two years early, but you'd be driving, bowling, going to your grandkids' karate lessons, going everywhere till the day you died. He'd say, fine, take the two years off the top. Correct. Because um, those are things that are important. Yeah, yeah I've never heard anyone um, put it like you just did, you know, expanding uh, the independent part of their life. That's, uh, that's the key. Me, it did, look at this. I mean, you that's can the, see it. I got that's goosebumps. The, that's, the key, that's the key for us is we, we want that. We want that segment, at, at least, for, you know, I would say for most of us that, that do this for a living, and not just Home Instead, but other mm -hmm. providers, we're there to extend that portion because we want to be able to, just because mom can't drive doesn't mean she can't go see her friends. That's right. She, bingo or the, the bridge club or going bowling. Maybe it's just because he can't drive or his vision. Right. But you know what? He doesn't care if he he doesn't care if he throws a gutter ball or well, not. Yeah, just be he, there. He's just hanging out with his friends and mm -hmm. doing the things and seeing the people that yeah. he likes to see every day. Then that's worth more than getting that strike. It's just that that being able to be out and still feel that that you're you know, having fun, that you're being engaged, you're having... That you're still living. That's right. You're still living and enjoying life versus sitting at home, you know, waiting for the shot clock to expire. Yeah. It, it, that, so yeah. absolutely, our job is to get you out of that home and get you out into the community and enjoying life. That's an incredible job. Still doing other stuff, you know, that yeah. you have to do, but... Yeah, but still, that's an incredible job. It's a nice... It, it, it's definitely... It's, it's fulfilling. That, I was just going to say, as aggravating, I'm sure, as it can be, and frustrating... It has to be amazingly fulfilling. You got to go home with a smile on your face. It does. We we, we have a number of clients. I, I like it when we, we we get our cards from our clients that, oh. that talk about you know what we meant and what we did. And I, oh. I see our caregivers. So absolutely, sometimes a little too much grief counseling at times, but it yeah. is you know it's what we have to do to help our caregivers and our families through tough times. Absolutely. All right. Two things that we've been trying to do. One, get yes, a sir. caregiver to come on with you. So maybe the next time. Absolutely. Two and. Although we thoroughly enjoy having you, we would love to have your wife come on. So oh. you're going to stay home with the kids one night, and she's going to come without you. Julie, I, if you can, if I can convince Julie to do that, I'll, I'm more than happy. Is Julie watching? I, I, she may or she may not be. I'm not sure. Take care. Julie, if you're watching, you have to come on. You have to come on. He's adorable, but something tells me you're better. <laughs> we like him. She is. Yes. <laughs> she is. She puts up with me, which is a huge... Is it? Huge you thing. seem like an all-around good guy. I got to be honest with you. We've met what six, four or five times on the mm -hmm. show. We've eaten at Benedict's. Um, you seem like an all-around good guy. I, I, I am. I am that, but I'm. I'm. I'm tough to deal with. It yeah. So, I'm, I'm, yeah, but what, look what you do for a living. I think it's amazing. I, I really do. I mean, I get some pleasure when I give a senior a reverse mortgage. I do, but it's not like helping them through. It's not like expanding the independence. I'm helping them maybe pay for you. Yes. So there's a there's some fuzzies have, in my heart, but it's not what I you have, do. I, I, have, think. I have strong opinions, and I'm pretty I'm pretty stubborn, and, and well, things, so it comes really? out every once in a while. Well, yeah. we're going to let you voice those stubborn opinions uh, on our podcast because that's going to be a little more. Yes. Yeah, people, I've heard, I've heard about that. I've been, I've been waiting for that to. I know. To we're happen. waiting for this little eye thing. Can you notice? I know you can notice because I'm sitting here. Somebody email me and can you notice that my right eye is closed? Out there in TV land, um, it's fine. 
my vision's coming back, everything's fine, but since it's not 100%, when I open up this eye, I see double. But when I close this eye, since my left, so I should be fine in the next couple of weeks. Sometimes, oh, oh my God, look, I'm telling a story, there's 17 seconds. seconds left. All right, no handshake, elbow. You'll come back with a healthcare person soon? Absolutely. Next week, Mr. Steven Sless to talk about reverse mortgages. As I've said in the past, I think when I do it, it's too self-serving. He's a great guest. We have a lot of good guests coming. Thank you so much for being here. I hope you learned.